And good morning, all. It is Thursday. It is the 23rd of February. My name is Jay Cleveland Payne, and we are getting our day started with things you might have heard right here. So welcome to the show for the morning. If you've, this is your first time here, thank you so much for stopping by and sticking with us. What we're going to provide for you in about 14 minutes or so will be uh, eight headlines that were vetted by the people out there around the world when the internets. And then I curated a bunch of them from there. We had about 33 news stories uh, that got posted over our feeds and Facebook and Twitter. And we took about 15 that you guys engaged in and voted on. And then I put them in order as I sit, felt as I set foot, felt set, something like that. Uh, so basically, they're not necessarily in order of top stories. So they're kind of all over the place. But these are stories that you all said were pretty good to talk about. So we're talking about them. As I said, or may have said, it's been one of those mornings this morning. I'm Jake Levin Payne, uh, the head of your new side piece since 2022. And we're going to give you great new stories coming up. We'll explain the whole fee thing in a bit. That's what the 14 minutes in about 14 minute mark. We should be done with the headlines. We'll explain how you can engage in stories and then get to some fun stuff as well. I want to remind you that you can find out about what we have going on at our website anytime, anywhere, just not right now because we're, we're sort of busy. At this is a conversationproject.com. That is this is a conversationproject.com. So without any further ado, let's move on to the stories, the headlines, and talk about some news from yesterday. And the first story is this one. And this one actually was the number one story um, that was there. So it happens to be the first story is a top story this morning. It's just sort of when we shuffled them around and went there. DeSantis swears off all NBC interviews until Andrew Mitchell issues correction. And simply, it comes down to this. Ron DeSantis' press secretary tweeted uh, that MSNBC and NBC News bookers and producers will be sent a standard response until Mitchell apologizes and the network displays a consistent track of record of truthful reporting, whatever that's supposed to mean. Essentially, Ron DeSantis did not like the line of questioning that Andrew Mitchell had with him and decided to punish all of NBC for that. Now, many people do not have a liking to the line of questioning that, and that Andrew Mitchell does, including just general people. If you follow the Twitterverse and see whenever Andrew Mitchell reports is on or whenever she's doing a report, you will see many people complaining, why is this woman still on the air? Why does this woman still have a job? Please, NBC, get rid of her. That's a lot going there. And that may or may not be valid based on how you feel on things. And trust me, as a person who's trying to do weasel their way back into the news business on a top level, I never want to see somebody lose a kick. So that's always a thing. However, in the landscape that it is right now, it's hard to keep eyeballs on things going on. And people always complain that when they watch, they love MSNBC, but they turn the channel as soon as Andrew Mitchell's on and, ha and hate they have to go watch the other guys on TV. We will see if this is really a DeSantis problem or Andrew Mitchell's problem. I'm sure it's more DeSantis' problem. I'm sure Andrew Mitchell did not go all that crazy with the questions. She probably didn't go far enough, to be honest. And then DeSantis pulled the DeSantis and is, you know, being Mayor Quimby because he is. Our next story for this morning, Colorado schools placed on lockdown after receiving threats. That's Colorado schools. Multiple schools around the state got threats yesterday and were locked down. The FBI, local law enforcement, and school districts are investigating the source of the threats. They urge the public to remain vigilant and report any suspicious activity or individuals or law enforcement to, to immediately to law enforcement. That was the statement yesterday. Now, there's a thing where we had to do some you know, vocabulary yesterday. They had to go for lockdowns versus secure mode. 
Secure mode means a school locks down its exterior doors and does not allow any person in or out of the building. When a lockdown occurs, all doors are locked and no one is allowed in or out of the building. There's also swatting, which has been sort of a thing a couple of years ago, where swatting is where um, false reports of bad things happening will send SWAT teams or police action to various places. Swatting is a big thing in the gaming community, oddly enough, where people will be playing online games with each other and then a knock on the door comes and the cops are there because someone in the game found their information and called the cops enough for something going on. It's not a prank. It's pretty serious and it gets people in trouble. Uh, but we have, if you go and look for the link, you can see the listing of all the schools across the districts that had issues yesterday in Colorado and updates will happen today as well. Moving on to the next story for this morning. Wednesday, weather forecast yesterday. Winter storm warnings, blizzard, ice in U.S. About 1,000 flight cancellations started off today as a winter storm that literally stretched from California to uh, the East Coast, from west to east to New York, to New York yesterday, uh, causing lots of issues right now. There isn't a big listing of... Um, of deaths and, and power outages, although there are out there uh, going on. But you see the reporters doing their live shots in the snow, very, very bad snow uh, going on right now. This is probably the fourth winter storm to come through in the last um, eight weeks. And, and I'm not sure if this is the time to complain about climate change, but this is a pretty serious thing that we're dealing with right now in these storm areas. So if you're in this, the path of one of these storms, please be safe. Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner subpoenaed by special counsel investigating efforts to overturn election. Ivanka Trump and Jared Kushner have been subpoenaed by special counsel Jack Smith, that guy, to testify about the activities leading up to the January 6th, sources told ABC News. Should have been a comma there. My apologies. The subpoena was issued to Jared Kushner and Ivanka Trump, according to New York Times, as well. So a lot of people are seeing the subpoena stuff there. The special counsel was appointed because Trump's announcements that he's running for president created a conflict of interest, i.e. you can't really indict a current sitting president on stuff because he's busy presidenting. And since he said he's running for president again, it gets to be a sticky wicket. So they pulled a special counsel to do focus, especially on this thing and not get in the way of other stuff going on. Yes, there's other litigations going on by other places, which it can do. Because of the nature of the January 6th hearings and all the day stuff, uh, the special counsel is looking specifically into this one right here. Orlando TV news journalist, nine-year-old girl killed in shooting near near earlier homicide scene. So let me set the scene for you on this one. Um, in Orlando, the Pine Hills community of Orlando on Wednesday, there was a shooting by a young man, suspect Keith Melvin Moses, who's 19, a shooting in the area. He was suspect. He was a suspect in the shooting there. A TV journalist goes to cover that that scene. He's at the scene covering the report, what's going on. Um, meanwhile, Mr. Moses decides to come back and shoot up the place again, killing the journalist, killing a nine-year-old girl and, her, and uh, another person, the bystander, in the way. Uh, the cameraman and the girl's mother are in critical condition right now. What makes this really, really tragic is now other news people have to cover the shooting again and the actual shooting of a colleague, a news person covering the thing. There's a lot of reports going out there today of news people just saying how dangerous local news is covering these things and how having to cover a loss of a colleague is a big deal. We had that here local.
league here in Little Rock a few weeks ago, but it wasn't even on a news-related thing. We had two people die within the span of about 24 hours. One person after an illness, another person in a uh, in a car accident. Two news journalists caught die and reported on the same day. And a lot of people had a hard time dealing with reporting on people that they work with every day not being there to do this job. This one adds a whole other layer of being killed in the line of duty, literally just following a report and being shot by the man. Like we said, uh, Keith Moses, Keith Melvin Moses has been um, brought in. He is being questioned. We'll see what happens with this one. So there was a train enrollment near East Palestine, Ohio, big old spill. Uh, it was sort of made on purpose, but it's causing a lot of issues for the, for the area. White House is blaming Trump administration for this and the Republicans. It's a bit deep and bit detailed, and it's kind of hard to get into. So I'm just going to ask you to go check out the link and go deeper into how the Republicans are the blame because Biden says so. Yeah, it's just as, it's just ridiculous as Republicans saying that Biden's to blame because they say so. But you have to kind of go deeper into this. Now, let's get real on this one. There have not been many actual real officials showing up for this one. In fact, the people of Ohio are kind of pissed off that Biden's over in Ukraine and not in Ohio, taking care of Ukrainians, giving them money, but not dealing with Ohio. And people to judge when this thing has happened like a week ago will show up today. Uh, there have been town halls. There have been lots of yelling and screaming and fighting. There have been a lot of people wanting to kill the metaphorically and figurative, uh, the CEOs, people in charge of this one, Norfolk Southern, that the train company that owns the trains. Right now, we're seeing the CEOs will be forced to pay up and clean up because Buttigieg says so, but it is what it is on that case. Read the story. We'll go deeper into that one. There is actually a running joke that the Rolling Stones have a lead singer and a guitarist, and the Beatles have a bass player and a drummer, so why don't they get together? Where are they going to get together? Maybe. The Rolling Stones are reportedly recording with Ringo Starr and Paul McCartney. It's not clear whether it's a all four together or it's sort of a multi-track thing. The Stones are basically working on a new album and they're working with contributions with other people. Uh, and especially because their original drummer, Charlie Watts, died in 2021. Uh, so there's a lot of people collaborations to do on their new album and they're looking for some things that's going on. Now, the Beatles and the Stones have been sort of frenemies for quite some long time. So we'll see if it's a full track with all four players or if Ringo's on one and Paul's on another and things going that. And who knows, maybe Lady Gaga will join in because she's in everything these days. So after rumors of her death, Tyler Perry confirms that actress Cassie Davis is alive and living her best life. So all the rumors that Cassie Davis died of lung cancer at the age of 58 are untrue. They're just flat out lies. They're just wrong. She's fine. Um, she's waiting to shoot, shoot the next season of House of Pain. Which ironically, I didn't know they were still shooting season of House of Pain. They shoot like 100 seasons of that thing. Tyler Perry is just waiting for the time to get back on the thing. Everything's good. Uh, so um, there, Cassie Davis, she's fine. You'll see her on TV very, very soon. And not an uncanny version, uncanny um, valley version of her with AI because she is very much alive. Oh, this, yes, we do want that one. This is our teaser story for today. We may talk this one up if you want to. Now, we talked about earlier about the Trump administration being put to blame for the car with the train enrollment in Ohio. And that's sort of BS on that end. 
Here's some real BS right here, though. Fox News, CNN, and MSNBC all skipped Trump's East Palestine um, speech. Trump actually went to East Palestine before Biden did, ironically. He did a speech. He blamed um, Biden because he did. He said he brought beautiful Trump water and then some other people's water as well. And um, we know what happened because people wrote it down, but no one actually turned on a camera to watch him do this. Was this a stump speech? Was it a political thing? Was it him being nice? Because I don't know. We can talk about this tomorrow. It's a very simple thing. We can ch chat up if you want to. Very easy to do. You just go to our feeds on Facebook and Twitter. Go to This is the Conversation Project on Facebook and TH underscore conversation on Twitter and engage in the story. Like them, love them, hate them, story, uh, hate the stories as they pop up. Every 50 minutes, a new news story is popped on on those feeds. The more engagement they get, the better chance we have to talk about it on tomorrow. Chances are we'll talk about sponsorships tomorrow because we do it every single day. Today we're talking about Grammarly. Go to this is a conversation project.com slash Grammarly. When I actually do some writing, I use Grammarly for all my writing. I use it for work, I use it for my, my side business, I use it for personal stuff. It's integrated into all of my, my things so I can pull it up inside my Word documents, pull it up inside my Google Sheets, and it spell checks and grammar checks everything. Plus, I pull large swaths of things into it, put it in there, and run the full gamut for big emails and big correspondence to make sure they sound kind of good. Grammarly is going to get you through a lot of things. There's a lot of big AI programs out there that are helping you work through your words. Grammarly is the big granddaddy of them all using the old school basic uh, technology. I'm sure there's some AI back there behind it, but it goes through and it reads your work for you and finds better ways to say things. No one is perfect, but it can help you get out of a jam pretty quickly. Check them out at this. It's a conversationproject.com slash Grammarly. This is a conversationproject.com slash Grammarly and get in on this day. Now, this is an affiliate link. So if you deem this worthy of using, it will cost you nothing extra. Get a little cutback from Grammarly for you joining the team. Let's talk about the Conversation Project very quickly. The Conversation Project is homed at this is a conversationproject.com where you can find all the things you need to find about us. You can find this program in various forms. You can find uh, our partnerships page to help us work on things in the back end. You can find other sponsors. You can find other programs. All that is there. We say that really quickly. Go to our website and find out more about us so we can shorten the time here we do in the, in the show. At 15 minutes right now, we're doing very, very well. So we're going to wrap things up. Go to the website, find out more about us. We're all over the place on the interwebs. Time for the fun stuff. Starting off with birthdays on today things. Today's birthdays are 50 for 20, 23rd, 53rd of February. It'd be kind of weird. The 23rd of February. Uh, starting off with Nisi Nash, who is 52 years old today. Nisi Nash, who was previously on my um, soon-to-be ex-wife's list or for future ex-wife's list, but she sort of pulled herself out of contention of that one. So she's still beautiful, still awesome, but can't be on that list anymore. But we love her. Nisi Nash turning 52 on the day today. Josh Gad turning 41 on the day today, of course. Uh, you know him as um, the snowman in Frozen and other things where he's basically a stoner. Because I guess he's basically a stoner. Josh Gad turning 41 years old today. And Dakota Fanning, cute little Dakota Fanning, 28 years old on today. Yesterday was Ash Wednesday where we started the, the your theme for Lent. Chances are you gave up fast food and like hamburgers and beef for Lent. So for you, Chili day kind of sucks, but today is chili day, and I think chili will be consumed in the paint house sometime today. We're going to see if we make that happen. On this day in 2020, way back when, 
China's Supreme Leader Xi Jinping described the country's COVID-19 outbreak as China's largest health emergency since 1949. You may remember 2020 when the COVID-19 outbreak was all over the rage of places as it shut down the entire world. Uh, Back in the saddle for life again here in 2023, things are okay, better. There's still this COVID-19. There's still people getting it and dying from it. But it is turning into a illness that we'll have to learn to live with although many people are still denying it actually exists because, I don't know, Trump uh, is what it is. And finally, one more thing you might not have heard. The ideal number of children to have is two. At least that's the word from British scientists who have determined that parents who have more than two children face a greater risk of heart disease, and each additional child boosts the danger even higher. Weirdly, having only one child and no children also increases the risk. So if you have two children, you are right there in the zone. If you're one of the Duggars or if you're the Octomom or you're uh, Kate plus eight, then you're probably adding on to your issues. Now, if you only have one or you decide I'm childless by by choice, apparently that's bad, too. The correlation is kind of weird here. I'm sure the science behind this is really wacky. But for people who are looking for children, the perfect number per science. Dose. With that. We will vamoose. That's totally wrong. Thursday, September, February the 23rd, 2023. Maybe the cold is getting to my head these days. I'm Jay Cleveland Payne. Thank you so much for being a part of our show today. Uh, thank you for the love you've sent in um, the, the the nose thing, the stuffiness thing. I know how it's going. Trust me, because it's in my nose. I'm hoping that it's all cleared out real soon so we have more better conversations from me and less of the fogginess going on. In the meantime, hot coffee, work in the throat. Stay hydrated. Stay limber and on task for all the grand things you need to do. We're running early today, so we're just going to go ahead and take that win. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. We have a great one wrapped up for uh, a plan for Friday to wrap up the week. I may have to wrap this thing up early on just because my brain's going bad. Once again, thank you so much. Let's do it again for reals on Friday. <laughs>